0: Welcome to the Profit Podcast, everything NFL and fantasy football related, all season long, with your host, Calvin Wright. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Hello, everybody. Fantasy football playoff time. We've made it the most wonderful time of the year. If you've made it this far, congratulations on making the playoffs. That's what was considered a successful season. And if you didn't make it to the playoffs, better luck next time. But don't, just stop paying attention to everything fantasy football related because what happens in weeks 14 15 and 16 matters just as much for next year as what's happened in weeks two weeks seven weeks eight it all matters so don't just stop giving up that's where a lot of fantasy players they lose advantage for the next season because they stop uh, paying attention so Without further ado, this episode, I'm going to be talking about some quarterback streamers. I think five quarterback streamers that I wanted to highlight for the fantasy playoffs because that's really, at this point, most of your lineup, it's going to be set at this point. You're not going to be needing a new wide receiver one or running back one. Of course, there's some players to add for depth, James Washington, Odd and Tate, guys like that. But quarterbacks and tight ends too, I'm going to mention some tight ends. Those are the players where a lot of teams that have made it this far might not even have a quarterback or tight end that they lock and load every single week they're streaming. So those are the players I'm going to be talking about. We've got uh, several names, so let's just jump right into it. Tyrod Taylor is the first streaming quarterback. Now, if you uh saw that Instagram post I put up I think yesterday, oh no, today, uh you'll you'll probably not think I'm quite as crazy as if you're just hearing this now, but Tyrod Taylor is someone I think you should keep your eye on. And I have some reasons. Uh <laughs> Philip Rivers, okay, Tyrod Taylor, for those of you who don't know, because he hasn't really been relevant for a while. Tyrod Taylor, he used to be the quarterback for the Buffalo Bills. They went to the playoffs, and he is now the backup for Philip Rivers on the Chargers. Now, Philip Rivers, he has been terrible this year. He's really been awful, and he's really, at this point, one of the big things that is holding the Chargers back from being contenders. They've got a lot of weapons. So there have been rumors out of the bushes that Philip Rivers could be benched soon, given how inaccurate he's been and how he's making big-time mistakes in big-time moments. If this happens, Tyrod Taylor is someone who could be very, very fantasy relevant. If we go back to 2016, that was Tyrod Taylor's best fantasy season. He led the league in rush attempts, uh, rushing touchdowns, and rushing yards, which are all stats that matter a lot in fantasy football, as we've seen with Lamar Jackson. Even Kyler Murray is fantasy relevant because of that rushing, and uh, Josh Allen, too. Really, all the top quarterbacks except for Mahomes and Russell Wilson— it's a big part of it is because of their rushing ability. So Tyrod Taylor is someone who could instantly come in and be fantasy relevant here if he gets to the start with Philip Rivers being as bad as he's been. And Tyrod Taylor, you look at his stats from 2016-17, not incredible or prolific passing numbers, but Tyrod Taylor, he's he has better weapons in LA than he did in Buffalo. He's got Keenan Allen, uh, Melvin Gordon austin eckler hunter henry even he has great weapons here so i think he could really take advantage of the second chance he's been given a lot like uh ryan Tannehill, which is someone i'm not going to talk about as much today because i've been talking about him in other podcasts but make sure you get ryan Tannehill if you can all right so that was tyrod taylor next up gardner Minshew. the big news in the fantasy world right now the stash is back, Minshew. He he's been a borderline quarterback all one quarterback one all season pretty much, and he was benched for Nick Foles. And if you if you have been following the page a while, I talked about how Nick Foles could be a playoff savior because of the, his uh, his matchups in the championship weekends. And it wasn't exactly that I love Nick Foles and his throwing ability. It was more the matchups and the weapons in Jacksonville so Minshew he has taken over that role and we've seen him he can be very very fantasy relevant a quarterback won all season mostly it was pretty consistent you know 15 to 20 points most weeks after the Chargers this coming week, he gets to face the Oakland Raiders, who are terrible secondary, and then the Atlanta Falcons. Two great matchup. So he's a good streaming option now that he's back in the starting role in Jacksonville, and that also bumps up DJ Chark's value, in my opinion. We saw him succeed when Minshew was under the helm of quarterback. So let's go on to the next one. I talked about him last week's podcast about quarterback streamers, but I feel like he still isn't... No one else is talking about him. I, I haven't seen his name anywhere else. Andy Dalton. That I mean, that's the face you make when you say it. It's like biting into a lemon. But he honestly... He got the start again last week... He wasn't awful. He really wasn't awful. Not great fantasy numbers, 13 points, but he's getting John Ross back. He might be getting A.J. Green back. And yeah, he's not exciting, but I think he's startable. He has weapons there. He has Auden Tate. As I mentioned, Ross is coming back, Tyler Wood. And apart from the Patriots, he's got a pretty great schedule or a season. He's got the Dolphins and then the Cleveland Browns twice. So along I, I yeah, along with him, I want to mention Auden Tate because he is a very Underrecognized player, in my opinion, Auden Tate is someone who is definitely uh, worth rostering if you need some depth at wide receiver position right now. But he's been very, very good and consistent. He had a rough patch with uh, Ryan Finley, like everyone did, and he had some hard matchups, Baltimore and Pittsburgh. But New York Jets, he put up eighty yards on seven targets. That's he's a target machine, and he is just a monstrous human being. So he's someone more. I want to mention right now for next year or if you're in a dynasty or keeper league, he's someone I definitely am interested in. Just he's incredibly talented. He's huge. He's got the body of one of these elite receivers and if he can get a decent quarterback throwing to him, I really like him rest uh you know longer out. But yeah, that's Andy Dalton is someone as I said, it's not exciting. You're not waltzing into work saying, "Hey guys, I got to start Andy Dalton in the play." No, that's not how it is, but I think he can get the job done for you in these matchups. So that's Andy Dalton. Uh, next up, this is a name I'm seeing a lot on websites and Instagram pages here, Sam Darnold. He's the most popular name I've seen when it comes to quarterback streamers recently. But personally, I can't do it, and I can't advise you to start him. Yes, he can explode, and yes, given the matchups, he should explode, but he's Sam Darnold, and that's what it comes down to. You can't trust him. He has Miami this week, but he already busted against Miami before. He threw that stupid goal line interception I talked about a while ago, and he's busted big time against Cincinnati just last week, put up a terrible game in what should have been a much better game. You can say stuff, oh, the weather was bad, but I just can't trust Sam Darnold especially at this point in the season. I'd rather have him explode and put up 27 points on my bench than have his 7-point games in my lineup. I can't trust him especially during the playoffs. I would <laughs> I'd almost start bench Tyrod Taylor over Sam Darnold because he won't break your heart because there aren't any expectations there. Sam Darnold, I am staying away from. I think it's uh, something A lot of people, yes, if he explodes, a lot of people are going to say, ah, I called it, but, but you can't have any confidence. And that's, I would rather start someone like Andy Dalton over Sam Darnold even, just because I have more confidence in their consistency. We've seen Andy Dalton be a somewhat competent quarterback for several seasons, whereas Sam Darnold, we've seen these huge games, but we've also seen just terrible games. I can't trust Sam Darnold. All right, now we need to mention Eli Manning, which uh, we haven't done in a long time. He's gonna get the start this week. Uh, Daniel Jones, he is out with an ankle injury, and he might be out more weeks than just this week. And people are freaking out. They're going, ah, he's got the Eagles. He's got Washington. He's got Miami next. Eli, he's gonna win you your league. Mm -mm, No, I don't think he will win you your league because he's not that good. At this point, at least. Say what you want about him five years ago way back when when he was winning Super Bowls but right now at this point he's not that good yes maybe he's better than Daniel Jones okay let's give him benefit of the doubt right now okay let's say he's better than Daniel Jones but let's be honest he was benched for a reason they wanted to see what they have in their future guy and last year I I had to go back okay so he started two games this year and they're both pitiful but they were against pretty good defenses uh I think it was Cowboys and Buffalo, I want to say. So let's scratch those out because those are hard matchups and go back to last year. He only had two games over 20 points fantasy wise. And the Giants, it's not like they've gotten a lot better. Their offensive line, it's atrocious. He's lost Odell. I am not excited about Eli Manning. I'm not starting him in any leagues. The only really person that I think this may affect in a good way is Saquon Barkley he he very well might explode now. Since Manning uh only started two games, it's hard to find stats with him this year, but two out of Barkley's best three weeks this season came with Manning at the quarterback position. Now he I looked at them, he didn't have more targets or receptions really, so maybe it's just random luck. But I do have a gut feeling telling me Saquon is about to reemerge. He's Consensus, the most talented running back in the league right now. I don't think that's changed. So he's someone to keep an eye on. He's one of my favorites for next year. Uh, I I believe they'll be a lot better than they are this year. And given how low his value is right now, he's someone I would target if you don't have a trade deadline. A lot of leagues do, but be wary of him because he's got some great matchups and he's done better with Eli Manning at quarterback. So he's someone to keep an eye on. Just. I think he could really reemerge and establish himself once again. All right, so that is the last of the quarterback streamers that I'm going to be talking about. I also want to, oh yeah, forgot one name. I didn't write any notes for him, but Ryan Fitzpatrick. We, I, uh, I forgot about him, but we can't keep forgetting about him because he's doing pretty well. 24 points against Cleveland, 27 against Philadelphia. He is top 20 points a couple times recently, and he's got the Jets, the Giants, the Cincinnati Bengals. Those are his next matchups. uh, I'm not sure if I've talked about it before, but Ryan Fitzpatrick, we all know he's... His highs are high and his lows are lows. He's an older Jameis Winston with a beard, but he... He can get it done fantasy-wise, and he has been getting it done. And if we look at it, it's he gets it done in good matchups. So it's not that he's incredibly inconsistent. He's pretty consistent, actually. Buffalo, a pretty good game. Pittsburgh, not a great game. Then Jets, he had a good game. Indianapolis, a uh, worse game. Buffalo, worse game. Cleveland, Philadelphia, he was a rock star. So he's someone definitely to definitely to try to pick up if you... If you're feeling gutsy and want to play Ryan Fitzpatrick in your Super Bowl, he has the great matchups. And honestly, I may pick him up if you have a roster spot you can waste because I don't want my opponent in the Super Bowl to be starting a quarterback going against Cincinnati. Even if you're not going to start him, I don't want to go against someone playing Cincinnati in my Super Bowl. That's a recipe for disaster and you to be telling everyone, your great-grandchildren, oh, back in 2019, I lost to Ryan Fitzpatrick. So that's just someone I wanted to throw out there. Now, I do want to give a friendly reminder to everyone to go get Jacob Hollister on your team right now. He plays, my, uh, he plays the Arizona Cardinals Week 16. And that's really all I have to say. I put up a post about him on Instagram, but he plays the Arizona Cardinals week 16, which they are incredibly bad against the tight end position, which we all know by now. And he's he's actually been pretty decent recently. He uh he got, I think, 10 points PPR last uh, on Monday, so not a bad game for a tight end, so he's not a, a waste of a roster spot for two weeks. I think you can start him, but then he'll explode for that final week. And also, Vance McDonald, he is playing Arizona this week, so I'd had, add him if he's still available. And this one, uh, haven't heard him talked about much, but keep an eye on David Njoku. He's very talented, and he may be back this week, but hopefully week 15 when he faces the Arizona Cardinals. Those those are some tight ends that they could actually win you, your league. At this point, most teams that are left, they're great, and they're very even because, well, they're the best teams in the league. But there are positions like the tight end where really there are only one or two teams that are dominating everyone else tight end position-wise, So, and a lot of those teams may not be in the playoffs. So it could be some really even teams, and the difference maker will be that tight end position where one guy has the tight end facing Arizona. So I think that is a sneaky way to give yourself a huge advantage. Uh, uh, Yeah, Vance McDonald, David Njoku, and Jacob Hollister, those are the guys that face Miami next. So those are three that I'd be trying to get on your team. If you have a buy spot, and don't really need to play anyone right now. If you have someone you don't love but has a good matchup this week, I may drop him and pick up David Njoku in case he does return. So there are three tight ends that I think could have huge games. And also, friendly reminder, Benny Snell exists and is very valuable if James Conner is out. I put up a thing on Instagram, read that if you want more information, but everyone's forgetting about him in the wake of Alexander Madison and the Delvin Cook injury. And one more reminder before I leave, use this... Uh, Dalvin Cook injury as an alert, a red alert that says, guys, get these handcuffs now. Ronald Jones, do you want him on your bench with some great matchups where you aren't comfortable starting him? Or do you, as the Leonard Fournette owner, want Rykel Anderson, who is going to be a top 10 running back rest of the season if Fournette injures his hamstring? Get these uh, handcuffs on your team ASAP as possible. So that's that will do it for this episode of The Prophet Podcast. Try to keep it under 15 minutes. We went to 17 minutes. But, you know, it's playoff time. Don't know what that has to do with it. But thank you for listening to this episode of The Prophet Podcast. Have a good uh, week. Uh, enjoy Thursday Night Football. And I'll be back on Friday with some of the booms of the week. And have a good day. See ya.